This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. I don't even know. Let's, let's instead of doing the news, let's just tell war stories about how everybody breaks bones. <laughs> we're, we're all broken. Yeah, we're all broken, both emotionally and physically. Uh, and mentally. <laughs> and mentally. Holy shit, mentally. I'm off the reservation. So. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Sarah's oh. rocking her Montreal Expos jersey. Thinking about oh, my, my shirt. mental breakdowns. Woo! Fourteen. Oh, uh, man. What could have been? 1994 that World Series yes, champions. Yes, I was just going to say. Montreal Expos. That freaking, uh taken away from them. And that's probably, you know, the whole thing. Taken away from thing. us. Well, taking away, away from yes. us. However, like you know that that was the MLB's thing. They were like, we can't have this in Canada. No. No, we no. can't have the Three Expo. years in a row having a Canadian what? team win Americans' pastime? I don't have think this so. in Canada no we more. They gave the World Series to Toronto. Toronto, like we can't have this. They were back like, to back, right? Toronto went back to back? I think. 92, 93? I don't know. Email us and I'll ignore your email. So, <laughs> in a pickpot 247 at gmail.com if you want to email us. And I might check it, but hello and welcome to another episode of In a Pickle, the show that is dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. I am your host, Dave Houghton. And with me today, my co host, Montreal Expos of uh, 1994 World Series champion Sarah Retalic. Hello, ooh, Sarah. Ooh, ooh. Good morning. Funny thing when uh, and if if my buddy Brendan is listening to the show, first off, hello. Second of off, we used to go to bars and say, "Hey, remember that time we played for the 1994 Montreal Expos?" <laughs> yeah, we had this whole plan to get one of our friends laid. We were going to buy him a 2005 White Sox ring, World Series ring, and okay. tell the women at the bar that he was a 2005 World Series champion, and he would wear the ring out because he was like this little Spanish kid. And Alex, if you're listening, hello. And I mean, you know, <laughs> people it's would ask. A- people would ask, why is he uh, so out of shape and? So very, very short. And we were like, well, he was on the uh, reserve pitching staff. But they gave him a ring. Yeah. Just, you know. He's a pitcher. He's a pitcher. that matters when you're a pitcher. No. How many relief pitches do you remember from every <laughs> World Series championship game? Zero. Exactly. Don't, don't be a don't be a nerd. Even if you even if you're listening to this episode right now and you're rifling off all these relief pitches that you remember from every World Series championship, shut up, you nerd. How's that? <laughs> Nothing like nerd. just Beating down the people who listen and support us so yeah, thanks, very much. Thanks for the support. Thank you so much for supporting this show, IAPradio.com. We are in the news today. We get a lot of hot and heavy news to go through. So let's shut up and Sarah, kick us <laughs> off into the news. What do we got? What are we starting with? 
Uh, we're starting local with uh, good old Chris Sale. Oh, the bubble boy himself, Mr. Bubble Glass. boy himself. The fact that he went from a 15-day IR to a 60-day IR with a stress reaction in his shoulder blade. A stress reaction. When the news came out that he was going on the 15-day, I said, that'll eh, be longer. And then I think it was two days later, he was moved to the 60. I was like, yeah, that's expected. Yep. Yep. And what's messed up, and I'm not going to say it's messed up because everybody had the same mindset, is legit. Every article I have read, everyone expected this. Yeah. Everyone was just waiting for this to happen, for him to not be able to be healthy an entire season. Everybody had just been waiting for the moment that he was going to get injured. Now, stop me if I'm wrong. Is this the only, is 2018 the only year where he was completely healthy for the Red Sox? Was he completely healthy that year or was he out a short time? Uh, I see, think that I don't he, I don't remember. My mind that. wants to say that he was out for a short time because why the hell not? I mean, keep you it know? consistent. I think it, that was the most, the season that he pitched the most games, I think that was right. his health, his quote unquote healthiest season. Yeah. But I don't want to say, oh, yeah, he went the whole season not being on the IR because, you know, he could have had a freaking splinter and was out for 30 days. Right. I'd have to go back. You know, I wonder if when he was with the White Sox, if he had this kind of problem, too, where he was he constantly. Did not. No, he, he did didn't. Not. Right. Mm-mm. No. Nope. So this is just another, would you call this a failed signing by the Red Sox organization? Because this is just another, if this, if you say this is a failed sign, this is just another failed sign in the long list of failures that the Red Sox have brought in. I, I'm honestly, I'm putting Trevor Story in this category now because oh, he's absolutely. only played 48 games with us. Absolutely. He's and been in that since he signed the contract in my mind. Pablo Sandoval, Kyle Crawford. Um, who else? I J- uh, Josh Beckett, but not really. Not he, uh, not really. I mean, not you really. also have to look at his career and the time frame from when he right. came on board with us here, right? Um, for me, it's something where I always go, why is it so hard for these players to adapt to? life in boston to play in boston that's my first mindset and second i'm like why are we also getting these players that you know are at that time in their career where they're so fragile right where they're so injury prone because that's what that's basically the red sox mo it's like we're gonna wait until you are like about to get wheeled off to the nursing home and then we're gonna sign you right yeah, it's just it's weird. It's weird. It's consistent it's, on it's that. It's very whole consistent. Thing. That's the one consistent thing about the Red Sox organization is they know how to fuck up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll give them that. Yeah, I mean, it's like anybody that's young and prosperous, we're gonna ship you off, and anyone that's old and yeah, we're gonna keep you. Yeah, I mean. Though Rich Hill, that surprised me how we didn't keep Rich Hill. Well, he was too good and they had to take. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're you're too good at 41. We need you at, at least to break something if you're going to stay here. And Rich Hill's like, I'm, I try every day. I, I keep try. I keep slamming my fingers inside my desk and you it just know? won't work. 
I put on I, my cowboy boots, hoping to pull out my back, like yeah. Wade Boggs style. You know, oh, I yeah. try to sneeze. I try to do this. Right. I even jump in traffic on the highway, and then it's yeah. You know, but somehow he just gets stronger. Now he's half half lights out with the Pittsburgh Pirates. I wouldn't say he's fully lights out because uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates went from a a really good team to just like a mediocre team this year. Yeah. Which I mean, but that's expected. They don't have a high payroll. Plus, um, right, O'Neill's out. But, but they've been making surprising upsets. Which oh yeah, uh, I've been like, oh, all right. I think Andrew McCutcheon just did his two uh, thousandth hit, which is is really big for him. You know, congratulations. I know Andrew McCutcheon's a big supporter of Inner Pickle. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised with Chris Sale though. It's just you know. I, I I don't know how, how much longer we got with him. For oh, real. I, another couple, I, I, at least another couple a, years. It's right? a few more years on that contract, but like oh. how 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 do you not go back to the the table and look at the contract and go? There has to be a way to just be like uh, I, I don't. Well, you have to kind of coax another team into taking him, like like the Red Sox did with the Dodgers. Where it's like you take Kyle Crawford, Adrian Gonzalez, and Josh Beckett, and, yeah, and we'll take. Uh, I don't even know who we got from that one, but we'll take that, and then just like you eat their the rest of their contract, and then they, you know, they Chris Sale will never get hurt again because he won't be on the Red Sox. Legit, legit. They'll win another World Series and blah 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 legit. blah. You know, so. Uh, but I tell you, I tell you what though, now is the perfect time. Now that Chris Sale is on the 60-day injury list, now is a perfect time to go to iepradio.com and get yourself a Bubble Boy shirt. They're buttery soft and great to Ooh. wear. And you can wear it every Red Sox game. Support local podcasts. iepradio.com. Mm, buttery soft sweatshirts and shirts. Well, hell with it. Get, just go get yourself a Bubble Boy mug if you like coffee mugs. Legit. Yeah. All right, that's all my product placement shit for the day. There you go. Good job. Yeah. All right, you know, just trying to push this show along. You know, just trying to get more and more people to help us out. We're not asking for much, but we're asking for you to love us. I don't know much, but I know, but I, know I, love I love you. you. Let, Let me, me be, be all, all I need to know. I know I... Aaron Neville's all right. Remember that time he carved uh slave yeah. into his face? <laughs> yeah, that was fucked up, huh? <sighs> Broken, just like the rest of us. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. So Chris Sales on the 60 day. Aaron Neville still has the buttery soft voice of a Chris Sale bubble boy shirt. So mm-mm-mm. so what full else circle. we got? Full, <laughs> full circle. Full circle. There. Full circle here at IEP Radio. Good job. Thank you very much. What else Good. are we kicking on the news? All right. So the future of the athletics moving to Las Vegas is looking not so good. Brett Favre, if you're listening, please pay attention. Yes. So why why are the Vegas athletics may not be a thing? Yeah, this is this is the quick gist. There's a lot of jargon over this. So here's just the quick gist of it. Basically, the majority of the money they were looking to get to build the one for uh, one point five million billion. Why am I saying million? One point five billion dollar stadium was to be publicly funded. And again, not to get into politics since we aren't that kind of show. 
basically the political peeps do not feel great about taking money from the public to build a large stadium for a privately owned company when they could put this money elsewhere. Whoa, stop the presses. Wait a minute. Is there someone who's in charge of the land doing good? What? Wait a minute. Slow down. Back up. What? Get out of here. You mean that billionaires can't pay for their own stadium? What? Wow. What? That's incredible. You know, that is that is very uh that is a very serious thing there though. Like the fact that like the whatever town council, I don't know what the fuck they do there. Yeah, but like they're yeah. saying, whoa, 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 1.9 billion dollars and we gotta fund it. That money can go to underprivileged people and or we can put that money towards like other things to help the community. We don't need a baseball stadium, which is no. huge. huge. So this right there should be like Fisher should just be like, I'm going to sell the team. Legit. Oh, let me just sell the team. Sell the team. Yeah. Just sell it. The- sell the team to somebody in Vegas. Have them build the stadium. Right. You know, one of the hotels there. And then we'll call it a call it a career on your athletics. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to Seriously. So the the dollar amount that they're looking to get publicly f- funded is like 380 million or 360 million. So Oh, so they're not trying to publicly fund They're the whole not thing. trying to publicly fund the whole thing. Okay, but 380 But 300 that's a lot, lot yeah. of money. That's still a lot. You know, that's a lot. So they're trying to get that money from the public. Here's the flip side of it. So if they, if this vote is to pass, which I don't think it's going to, but if this is to pass and they do move forward with building the stadium, Oakland will never have to pay taxes on the property because it's publicly owned. Oh, yeah. so it's it's, it's one a of whole those things. it's a whole lot of different things there. Where yes, it will be profitable, and you know it'll build jobs in this time. It'll you'll have whatnot you'll have yeah. this revenue but this is also far down the line well i mean one could say like okay it's gonna build jobs for las vegas but it's also gonna take jobs away from the people of oakland because now they have lost yet another franchise yep uh stop me if i'm wrong but like the athletics are the only team left in oakland because even the warriors are no longer in oakland correct yeah and the fact that you're going to lose another team to vegas that's like uh i don't think anybody from oakland's gonna go visit vegas anytime soon now no you know i mean like yeah you're helping the economy by by producing more jobs but you're also hurting Hurting you're hurting yeah like let's let's be real here i mean oakland's not the greatest of of cities but like you're helping another city dive deeper into the bowl of shit Mm. you know by taking out your franchise and like i get it like you know he wants to move and blah 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 and have a good uh a a good franchise in a a place that would i i told i said it in the last show it will do great it will do baseball will do great yeah it'll do very well in vegas but i mean like i don't know i i think i think you could do more with an expansion team without having to rip the hearts out of oakland yet again 
Yeah. I don't know. There's, that's there's just a me. lot. There's a lot behind it. Yeah. I also thought that it was, I mean, call me crazy. I thought that it was kind of weird and wild that the land is the land that the trop is on. Yeah. Like, it still is weird to me because, like, the Tropicana is like an icon. Like, yeah, it's but been they, a, they've it's, been talking it's, about tearing that hotel down for years I know now. it's garbage, but it's also like one of the OGs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm like, because you don't even know too. Like, so if they don't move Oakland here, then the owners of the Trop can come around back and be like, you know what? We're going to actually invest in this, just like they did with Circus Circus and Palace yeah. Station and this and that. And you don't know. They could turn if around. If I'm not and do mistaken, that. the last time I was in Vegas back in. November, I think the Tropicana was empty. I want to say, I don't know though. I don't know if that's true. Um, it's been it's been a while for me to be out there. Yeah, it's been a minute. I don't remember the whole. I mean, it's all it. the way down on that. It's like on yeah, the but that's a bustling of part of the strip, though. Yeah, with where that, MGM is. That's like the the beginning of the strip. Yep. And then you get all the way down to the stratosphere, and that's the kind of like shady area of Vegas, mm-hmm. but. Um, shady and shysty. Yeah, so I don't it's know. Good time out there. It's a good. It's a good spot to put the stadium, but it's also like I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's close to the airport. Yeah, yeah. But it's also. I and mean, it's also close to the T-Mobile Arena where the Knights play. It's, yeah. Um, Alliance Stadium is close by, I believe. I mean, there's um, not. It's not like Las Vegas is huge. Right. It's really not. It's right. like when you when you think about it it's really not it's a lot of grids right um but it's something where i don't know i just i hope they figure it out yeah and um if they don't move from oakland like just either sell the team or actually make an investment to get a new stadium yeah do something because i feel as though yeah you you don't want to invest because people aren't showing up but people aren't showing up because they don't want to get hurt sitting right. at your the stadium. Coliseum's eventually going to kill someone. Legit. Yeah. Like it's you have things held together with duct tape and there's right. you know possums living in the walls. Like let's <laughs> right. not let's call a spade a spade here. People right. don't feel safe like they're going to get hurt by the actual physical structure. Right. Right. So got to do something. You got to yeah. shit or get off the pot. So that's it. I don't know. I guess you just got to move, do something, do something. But I don't, I don't think fish is going to do anything. You know, he's just going to let it, whatever, you know, let it, let it be until baseball MLB will step in and be like, you got to do something here. And he's going to be like, "Mm, I'll just sell the team. And then some, somebody will come in and overpay like they overpaid for the commanders, Mm -hmm. you know, and then that's it. Oakland Uh... with you. We got I don't know. Our All right. So what else we got going on? All right. Um, the geniuses at the NBA uh, had decided to do a weird mid-game promotion gimmick thing uh, <laughs> for uh, some new pain relief spray, hmm. which went completely sideways. It's, you know, uh, who's to blame here, though? I don't even know who's I those who decided to do this. They're the they're absolutely to blame. Ah, uh, because okay. So let me get it before you and yeah. I start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, doing this. Connor McGregor 
knocked out Bernie, the Miami Heat mascot, which <laughs> the man who occupies the mascot costume. What do you mean? Was okay. The mascot himself. Oh, the okay, mascot. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> the mascot was then sent to the hospital for medical attention. Okay, so I posted the video on all of our social media accounts. It's on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, everything. I, I I think I even put it on TikTok. The first initial hit knocked Bernie's hair off. Mm -hmm. And of course, Bernie did the, I'm falling, and he, he got knocked out. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. And then while Bernie's on the ground, Conor McGregor delivers a, a knockout Another punch. One. Another into one. the mask of Bernie. And that is the one that sent Bernie to the hospital. And it's like, okay, did somebody tell Conor McGregor that it's just fake? Please don't kill our mascot. Or is it just Conor McGregor's so just knocked out in his own head that he can't fake punch? He has to, he physically, has to punch like it. it has to be real. Yeah. Uh, the feedback that has come from this on the interwebs is that a lot of people, professional UFC, MMA, like a lot of these fighters think that, uh, you know, allegedly um, McGregor was under the influence of either drugs or alcohol. Well, he does to... own a whiskey. So, right. Um, they said that they're they're speculating that this is what clouded his awareness that this was indeed a ma a mascot like a, a you know like it's not real it's just yeah. you're doing a shtick with to to promote this pain reliever like right and then he just keeps spraying the poor mascot too yeah. while he's down. And, then, you and know, that couldn't have been that couldn't have been good for the mascot no, either. No. You know, it's supposed to be some kind of spray pain numbing, right? Yeah. So I mean, I'm just gonna go ahead and say I'm sure a lot of the fact that like McGregor's punch probably like hurt mm -hmm. hurt uh the person occupying Bernie's suit, right? Um, I'm gonna say that the fact that McGregor sprayed like 90% of this can on Bernie's oh, head yeah. it probably yeah. seeped in through the the eye slots in the in the mask and yeah. melted this poor guy's face legit so that's probably where the hospital had to come in because like this guy is probably in the suit going oh my god i can't feel my face and i think i just lost 3 of my teeth so, like, why is my nose bleeding why right. are my eyes bleeding what is going on right now so uh mcgregor can't do any promotional stunts anymore because he's he's another one who's just off it's the map. It's a huge liability. It's a huge liability. I don't I don't think Conor McGregor should be allowed to uh yeah. be next to Bernie. I think Bernie yeah. should get a restraining order. A restraining order. Yeah. Don't drink his whiskey yeah. either. Nope. <laughs> yeah. His whiskey's actually shit. Uh, it's not it's not that good. Uh, but anyways. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Conor McGregor. That's uh, that's where that is. Mentally that, unhinged. That, blah, 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 blah. That's where that is. Yeah. yeah. Conor McGregor like, is mentally unhinged. Surprising. <laughs> I I mean, how many blows to the head? Yeah. Right. I mean, you it's know. it's you know. Tell I me if that know. pain reliever actually works though. Legit. Or, or is it just like the rest of them? I. That's what I want to know. Like, yeah. we need to get in contact with Bernie's people yeah. to find out. Like. 
Was your face numb from the hit or from the pain reliever? All right. So, Bernie, we hope you're doing okay. And or I don't care. Mascot Mysteries just got another scandal. Dun, dun, dun. Go over to YouTube and watch the Mascot Mystery Stories. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Where are we? All right. So. No, really. Like, where are we? I'm lost. Uh, (laughs) Uranus. Oh, man. Waka waka. Wah, wah, wah. All right. Next in the news, sir. We're still in the news. Yay. This is the last part of the news. This is the, the juicy, beefy, meaty part. This was going to be the biggest pickle, but. Until you found who, a bigger pickle. Until we found a bigger pickle. Usually is what happens with us ladies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, All right. Monday morning. All right. Zion Williamson is having a very, very, very interesting week. He's having an interesting summer. And it's just begun. (laughs) It's only just begun. All right. This past Wednesday, Zion and his girlfriend, Akima, revealed that they are having a baby girl. Oh, congratulations. Oh, congratulations. And... After that, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, uh, <laughs> Moira Mills blew up. She yeah. blew up Zion. She blew up Twitter. She blew up TMZ. The news, it it spread I, oh, worse than the Canada wildfires, like spread like crazy. Who is Moira Mills? You ask? Yes, I do ask who is Moira. Moira? Moira? Moira Mills. That's a hard name to say. I mean, you struggle saying your own, so. That's true. That that is true. So who Uh, is Moira Mills? She is a 32-year-old adult film star and an OnlyFans content creator who Zion was also in a relationship with. Hmm. Ah, yes. Basically, you know, there's so much out there, but he wanted her to move to uh, New Orleans with him and do all of this stuff. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. And yet he had this girlfriend. Yeah, a lot. Um, So I'm not going to get into the whole thing. Like, it's just, just so much. There's tweets on tweets on tweets. And we could be here even longer than we already are thus far. So we're going to we're going to hone it in. Basically, she called him out, was like, oh, I did this and this for you. You know, like I was trying to support you to get back in shape and blah, blah, blah. So she's just blowing it all up. And then a third woman came out. (laughs) A third one. Like, man. So this third one, uh, Yami Taylor, came out and said that she was also involved with Zion and called him a nasty-ass sex addict Mm -hmm. and posted an image of what looks to be a shirtless Williamson in a bed. Hmm. So he's really keeping busy while uh, not playing. Right. You know, I will say one thing, though. Moira Mills wrote in a tweet saying that accusing Akima of. So th- this is the tweet. You lay up with the hood rat instead of being in the gym, getting back into shape. You trapped. You you trapped when you need to be focusing on basketball at Zion Williamson. 
She's the one that got you smoking trees. I told you I don't smoke. Is that why you got the bitch pregnant? Because I don't 420. So basically, she's trying to get him back into playing shape and get him back on the court. Right. While his current uh, pregnant baby mama, Akima, is the one making him smoke. Make make poor life choices, yeah, more make, or less. Yeah. So, yeah. So I have to give it to Mills on trying to... Now, whether this is true or not, who knows? But, like, trying to get him back on the court, that's very supportive. That's really supportive, yes. While Akima is now pregnant with Zion's uh, baby and also stopping him from hitting the court. And I know, like, now the NBA doesn't drug test for, for marijuana anymore. But, obviously, we've seen in the stories this year where Zion looks a little bit heavy. Could be those yeah, munchies. Because he's been on his back. Because you he's, know he's lazy. Well, he's got a little bit of the uh, the munchies from all the. Yeah, he's he's having a snack and he's on his back. Like, come uh, on, you again. You know that he is just like, yep. Nope. Like here, lady. Yeah, and then it's... she's saying that Zion gave her. I'm reading this now. Like. Oh my God! You're reading it now. You didn't read it already. It is wild. It is. Zion gave Mills a hundred and seven thousand dollar monthly allowance. Yeah. Or or is he giving? No, I thought it was Mills that he was given. He gave Mills an allowance. Yeah, and he also, um, the newest tweets were uh, photos where he's texting her. To like remove everything down that he'll figure it out and right. you know like don't worry about it like yeah like we're still good like it's just delete everything so we can figure it out he's in quite the love square now that there's a third girl oh yeah what uh shit wow. show shit yeah. show this is uh i mean this is one of those things where it's like won't affect him on the court but it would yeah, because he's not doing anything to get himself back onto the court. Right, right. He's, you know, this is, this is again, like last week we talked about Ja and having downtime where, you know, we discussed having things attached to a suspension for him so that he could keep himself out of trouble. Right. It's kind of the same situation here with Zion. It's like you weren't playing, but you weren't having any, there was nothing attached to keep you held accountable to get you to a point to come back to play. You were just, you know, having fun, doing your thing, doing you while um, you weren't playing. Right. This is, this doesn't look good on him. This isn't a good start to your relationship with, your baby Mm-mm. and now it's another distraction on him getting to back into playing basketball yep so huge um that's uh... yeah well you know what though i always thought this dude was overrated anyways people are all like they're they're goo goo over this guy and honestly like i never thought his game was that good you know i i mean he's like it is what it is but like he's not going to be the savior of the pelicans nah. you know I mean, they lost that when they got rid of Anthony Davis. So, yeah. That I draft mean, class, though, is really having a... Oh, God. What's that? 2019 it's... draft class? Oof. Man, we could do <laughs> a whole episode just on the 19 draft class. Ooh, having you know? a tough tough go for those. Instead of instead of like the the draft class of the past where it's like, you know, they they bust out for, for drugs and, and all that stuff. Like, the 2019 draft class is possibly the most unlucky draft class 
out there right now currently. Yeah. I mean, John Morant's part of that draft class. Sure is. You know, his, you know, his gripes, his his problems. So so we'll we'll see what goes on with this because this is uh this doesn't look good for Zion. So Mm-mm. hey, you know what? Keep it in your pants. It's your fault. All right. So before we get into this week's biggest pickle, we're gonna take a commercial break so we can hear our great sponsors for the Deluxe Edition Network podcast of the month. So we'll be right back. I'm Alicia Lockhart. And I'm LaDonna Humphrey. We are the co-hosts of the Deep Dark Secrets podcast. We're a true crime podcast that shines a light in some really dark places. Season one covers the dangerous topic of death fetish forums and related murders. Did you know there are people out there that want to see a woman get stabbed, drowned, or hung to fulfill some sort of sexual desire? Well, there are, and we've gone undercover in a number of these seedy, gated online communities. We have watched thousands of wannabe murderers talking shop about techniques for abducting, torturing, raping, and killing women. People are dying at the hands of these death fetish predators, and we have to take a stand. We will shine a bright, unrelenting light on the deep, dark secrets of the death fetish community, and we invite you to join us as we do. So tune in every Monday as we expose the fringes of true crime. Hey, this is Sammy from Barrel Age Chicks, and I'm here with Yen. Hey, everybody. How you doing, Yen? I'm feeling amazing. <laughs> yes, you are. Well, what we're here to do today is talk about where you can find Barrel Age Chicks. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and Good Pods. Yep. On the Barrel Age Chicks, we have myself, Sammy. We have Yen, of course. And then we have Snow, Crystal, and Harley. Yep. Um, we enjoy talking about everything from movies to being current moms to being just the ladies of the Barrel Age Flicks boys and their shenanigans in general. Please join us without kids. Thank you. Yes, our podcast is explicit content, so it is definitely not for little ears, but come out, let your hair down to hear the chick side of things. Whoop, whoop. It's we, a shit show. <laughs> please join us. We need some mom time. All right, and we're back. So now let's get into this week's biggest pickle. Sarah, who is this week's biggest pickle? All right. So I don't know much about golf. I don't know about you. Uh, no, no. I no. stopped playing golf about six years ago because I got too drunk. Well, I, well, that's the whole point of it, isn't it? That's what I thought. <laughs> then you I know? went golfing with somebody who's wanted to keep it serious. And I'm like, well, no. where are these beers going to go? Because yeah. somebody's going to drink these beers. Legit, they're getting warm. Yeah. Yeah. My extent of knowledge is, you know, Happy Gilmore and Shooter McGavin. Right. Oh, right. That's legit. Like yeah. when it comes to actual golf, that's all I know. I heard Shooter yeah. McGavin used to eat pieces of shit for breakfast. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's how he uh, lost. I think so. His belly you know, hurt. Because his belly, he had a ton. Oh, my tummy. <laughs> and a bunch it's... of shit in his belly. I was just going to say, it, it was like rocks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, us knowing very little about golf, um, we couldn't go this week without having Jay Monahan be our biggest pickle. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, 
a little crazy. Who is Jay Monahan? You ask. I did ask that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't yeah, know you much actually, about golf. Yeah, you did. Well, I he's did. from Mass. He's from Massachusetts, by yeah, the way. A lot of people are from Massachusetts. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I don't know too many people from this place. Belmont. Oh, please. Well, I'm not allowed in Belmont. Not nah, neither am I. Actually, it's way <laughs> above my tax bracket. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> they stop uh, you at the border of Belmont. And be like, oh, tax bracket, please, sir. Uh, <laughs> it shows here that you don't have a butler. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Yeah, that's what they say. I tried to get in with a with a pay stub once, and they oh. laughed. <laughs> I was banished. I gave this to a local homeless man the other day. Even the homeless in Belmont are like in tuxedos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they're the butlers. Yeah, right. Last year's tuxedo. How embarrassing. (laughs) All right. That's all I got. Belmont, if you're listening. We love eh. you. Eh. Probably listening from your gold speakers. (laughs) (laughs) It's just just implanted into their head. It's not solid gold speakers sitting on this solid gold toilet. Doing crossword puzzles from the New Yorker. What would that be like having a solid gold toilet? Cold. I was going to say, I think that would be really cold. That would be cold. be beautiful Oof. in the summertime, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you know that there's no air climate in their house. You wouldn't need it to be hot or cold. That's true. It would just be perfect. Always. All year yeah. round. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Belmont. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me how you really feel. Yeah, right. I don't know. All right. So, anyways, so All Jay right. Monahan. All right, Jay Monahan is is the PGA Tour commissioner who just merged the PGA Tour with LIV. Who is LIV? You ask. This is a really good question because everyone's this, like, this "What?" Is- who is who is LIV? What is another uh, golf thing? What? Another golf? What? What? So they were um, founded in 2021, and it is a Saudi-funded league that has taken PGA players and has created a new way of golf. Right? Like you know, they've really marketed it. They've been having their own tournaments, and it has been very profitable for them. Well, any Saudi-backed thing. Usually is big, so a big deal. It is a big deal. They have plenty of money because, not to get political, but us Americans buy all of our oil through Saudi Arabia. Yes, who are the Saudi Arabians? You ask. <laughs> well, they're the ones that did nine eleven. So let's uh, just rip that Band-Aid off real Let's rip quick. that Band-Aid off. All right. You know, so, some people yeah. say that George Bush did 9-11. No, it was the Saudis. It was all funded uh, from Saudi Arabia. And that's why America didn't go after Saudi Arabia. They went after some cave in the desert looking for a homeless man with a long beard. So there you go. That's all yeah. I'll say about it. Sarah, I didn't go. want to make any 9-11 jokes, and I still won't because I know it hurts you. But you know what? Well, actually, I didn't make any Saudi Arabia. You didn't, I didn't make, make any, any 9/11, you, and 9/11, jokes. 9/11 jokes. I haven't made any you 9/11 didn't. jokes. So. You made no 9/11 jokes. No, Good job. No. So thank you, you so can... much. So. Good job. Yeah. Uh, so why is this? As you can see, why this merging? Now this is, is why this merger is a big deal. Right, but not just that. So, like, yes, the merger in itself is a big deal, but 
like rewind a little bit when players started leaving the PGA for LIV he started dishing out suspensions to players and in June of 2022 he had been referencing the 9-11 terror attacks when criticizing the players for leaving the PGA also like that's a shitty way to to like (laughs) you know reprimand a player not reprimand but like to like clap back at a player be like hey i'm going to make you know i can make 10 million going on liv where i was making 2 million on the pga mm-hmm. and it was like how dare you disrespect the victims of 9-11 like what the fuck wait what what are you talking about i'm just going to make more money be like yeah. it's saudi back saudi did 9-11 be like okay and they're also doing the liv so i'm gonna go make money i'm not I'm not going to say that it's right to jump ship for these golfers. I mean, you got to honestly, like you got to go where the money is. And if, if like the PGA isn't doing anything and you also want a new way of golfing, right? You don't want to do your grandfather's golf anymore. You want to, you want to do your own thing. If you can start up something. Right. And And have it new and make it big, like and be part of it. right. Right. That's, that's huge. Also, like, I understand where the money comes from. And, like, you know, yeah, morally, it's like, well, that's kind of fucked up. But, like, honestly, like, come on. With inflation, everyone's got to eat. Right. Everybody like, needs a gold toilet. Everybody needs a gold. Yeah. You know, a robot dog. Everyone needs one. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't get it. But what Monahan's thing is, is the uh. fact that he is shitting all over the guys who jumped ship from the PGA and said that you're all suspended. How dare you do that? You're disrespecting no 9-11. Loyal. You're, not and loyal. you're not loyal. You're an Bar-bar. asshole. Blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden it's like LIV comes up to Monaghan and be like, hey, you want to merge? And he's like, oh my God, yes. Yeah. And so, wait a like, minute. Back you... the fuck up. So it, it's, it's wild. So you have these players who did stay loyal right. are now they're pissed like what fool am i and what fool are you right for me staying loyal to you to staying loyal to the pga brands and i could have gotten you know seven eight million dollars more I than what my contract yeah i could right. have been paid and now i am going to be making the same thing because of this merger and like like it made no sense like you talked me into staying loyal and you made me like i stayed here like, I mean, you I'm guilt not going to say me into saying here. guilt tripped me because he kept referencing over and over again, 9-11. And like, you know, a lot of people did stay, didn't stay like it's neither here nor there. But at the same time, overall, like those that didn't like that's fucked up. That's fucked up. And who's Legit. to say that LIV isn't going to punish the players who didn't jump ship before? And now they're right. like, oh, we don't well, know. you were so against us before the merger that we don't want you on our card. So now right. these guys are out of work. Now they can't go for the PGA or the LIV because they've it's already they listened umbrella. to Monaghan. And like, so yep. now what's it going to be called? Is it still going to be PGA or I like I, not? I guess it, but like I guess we're going to. So we'll we'll wait to see what's going to transpire because this just happened a few days ago where they merged so there's going to of course there's going to be a lot of movement pieces and i think that what has to happen first is that 
the PGA has to get through the backlash and right. then we'll have answers more so because, you know, you had Monahan is like now being shown as a hypocrite and the 9-11 Families United Coalition released a statement. Yeah. Um, and which is on golf.com. We're not going to read it because it's a long ass statement. Right. I do have I do have one quote from the 9-11 commission, though. They said the PGA tour leaders should be ashamed of their hypocrisy and greed. Our entire 9-11 community has been betrayed by Monaghan. 100% you did. Legit. 100. You, you kept, you spoke to these people and you were like, oh, you know, like PGA, we're going to not do this, and but we're going to reference this event. And, right. the, you know, like they backed you and here you go. Right. right. Uh, it's, you know, what a mess. And I, you know, he said that he couldn't afford to battle with them. Like, that's, I get it. Like, bull, like, we, but here's the thing. It's like, I mean, I don't know golf, but I know LL, LIV owns like, like they've already got um some other golf stuff. Like they're basically taking over the industry, which is smart. What a smart business move. Right. Um, but it's something where he, he just cowered down. Yeah. Like, didn't want to, like, where's your marketing? Where's your people? Like, you you know, you just had the, what the what was it, the PGA in Canada? Like, what, you, I don't know. Well, the it's thing just... that pisses me off is that he tried to use an American tragedy against the people who were leaving. And then he himself leaves. He himself <laughs> takes whatever he said and just like, mm, yeah, I said it, but you know what? Mm, nah, mm, nah, money is nah. money, right? Yeah. So... And like I I I can't but help agree with the nine eleven community mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Like in a it's nutshell, really all, fucked up. All the all the nine eleven community is saying is that's that's really screwed up. Yep. You know, so fucked. It, it's a it's a definite big pickle move. Huge, without a doubt. Huge, 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 huge. So there's a there's a lot of jargon and a lot of information out there about this because there's a. You know, they have stuff about, you know, LIV and what LIV, like how LIV is backed and like, you know, all different things. Like all things are all in the media now that you can pull and read. But like in my gut, like this is where I'm wondering. I'm wondering like once we get through this backlash point, which will probably only be like the next week. Yeah. Um, I have the feeling that it's going to be. Oh, thank you for being the PGA tour commissioner for your stand, like for your time here, you are no longer needed of your services. Absolutely. So they he took should, what they wanted. They and took then what they wanted. Peace. So if he was smart, he would make an apology and he'd say, you know, like I am resigning. Yeah. I'm going to step down for my, I'm going to step down and go out, like apologizing you know, saying this is moving in this direction. I apologize to the people that I've hurt and this and that and yeah. step down. And I'm sure like <clears throat> LIV will probably give him some sort of stipend, you know, where yeah. it's like who knows if he had any kind of business deals on the back end of this. Like if we merge, you get X amount of dollars for right. completing the merger. And like, honestly, like say they just give him like 90 to a hundred million dollars for for the merging taking place 
forget it. See you later. You're gonna because yeah, you, just first of all, now LIV doesn't need you anymore because no. they've already got what they wanted. They've got you what know? they wanted, and they're clearly they they're putting out a newer, better product. And so, why would they need you as a commissioner of the PGA right. when they have these people who are already creating something that is extremely profitable on their end? Right. You know, they'll just go, they'll keep the same team underneath Monaghan and just bring in new people to work with those teams and I'm to curious what develop new strategies to make golf like new. And like, if you get a hole in one, does like something blow up? Like, can yeah, I, shoot out of the can? No, it shoots out of the hole. Yeah, right. Like, like I don't know. I don't know. Like, See, like, that's where we're at with golf. Like, we know Lugats. So yeah. it's like, yeah. I don't I mean, know. That's not actually a bad idea. If you get a hole in one and the confetti shoots out of the <laughs> hole, that's pretty good. No, you know. Oh yeah. I don't know. Insert. You know. You... Insert some sort of nine eleven joke here, but I mean, let's not. Let's not. Let's not say we. You we... know. You know what would bring me into the golf world is that if every golf course had an orange dinosaur. Hell yeah. It would Hell make yeah. me watch golf. So much more. That poor orange dinosaur on Route One. <sighs> Behind the the fence, just sitting there watching <sighs> over the highway. Now I used to watch golf, and now I watch nothing. For those that aren't from Massachusetts, we used to have a mini golf course up here that was called Route One Mini Golf Course, yeah. and we had an infamous orange dinosaur that they kept after they tore down the golf course for condos in a second canes donut location um which i'm not mad at by the way um but no those donuts I mean, are delicious no donuts are amazing yeah. uh, uh however, for anybody on the internet just go on the internet look up orange dinosaur on route one that's all yeah and, and that's you'll it. see relics of so our past sad. our childhood i will remember you all right, that's you know we'll see. Uh, I guess we'll see what happens to uh, Monahan here, but uh, I'm telling Not you, looking the good. future doesn't look too bright for him because Mm-mm. you know uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, the, if if Liv kicks him out and or like you you said it 100. percent He should definitely just resign now, apologize right. and resign. Hey man, you know I'm sorry for I had to do what I had to do, what I thought was best for the world of golf, and unfortunately this is it. So effective immediately, I'm resigning. It'd be the smart way to go about it, but I ain't nobody's publicist. I mean, I get, I I I get it. He he did have to do what he had to do in order to save golf. I guess it was going to go without it or not. Although I would have liked to see something else happen. Like, couldn't they? I. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I, like you said in the top of this story, um, we don't know shit about golf, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So that's going to be it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Check out IEPradio.com. Go over to our Twitter, our Instagram, our YouTube, and our TikTok. Follow, like, subscribe, and do all that stuff. Share. Share if you like everything. Share. Share if you don't like it. I don't know. Yeah, share, follow. Tell us what you stuff. think. Go on social media. Give us shit. Yeah. Like, tell us what you think. Yeah. Get on there and stop you know, ripping us apart. I don't care. Yeah, we're here Whatever. for it. Your words don't hurt me. It's, uh, yeah, they do. But that's fine. Let them. That's right. You cry you know? in the shower. Yeah. There's only two places a man cries. 
in the shower, and in the car by himself. Hmm. That's it. I don't even try this off. Hmm. I don't want to get it. I don't blame so, you. Yeah. So uh, go over to the Deluxe Edition Network. Like, follow, and subscri- subscribe to all of the shows on the Den Network, especially the podcast of the month, Barrel Aged Chicks and Deep Dark Secrets. The, uh, the podcast of the month on the Den Network. Go over and check them out. Check out all the shows on the Den Network, especially in a picture. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know what to do? You want to you wanna support the show without financing this this show, unless you're a Saudi and you want to support the show and finance it, we'll take it. Uh, go over to... <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I had a small stroke. Go over <laughs> what to Spotify. was that? <laughs> I don't read. Go over to Spotify and Apple iTunes and rate and review the show there. Move, move us up the chart. Help us out. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with my mic. I think it's my mic that's making me today. Moo us. Moo us right up that chart. I'm thinking of the orange dinosaur now. So sad. So. Follow Sarah at Daddyo Sports Cards on Instagram. Check her sports cards out. They're red. What's on the uh, What's on the market today? Oh, I don't even. Today's Mustache Monday, so I gotta find something. Monday, or it could be Mugshot Monday or Mattingly Monday. It's everybody chooses. I like a Mustache Monday. Yeah, I like a good mustache ride. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, so that's going to be it for Sarah Ray Talent. I'm Dave Houghton, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. You should say mustache, right? <laughs>